Joining me right now is the Vietnamese assassin, Martin Nguyen, one featherweight king. What's going on? It's good, bro. It's always good to talk to you. Definitely, man. Uh, Definitely, man. The first thing I want to get into right now is um, outside the cage, you've been busy. Your passion for motorcycles. I just saw a video. You teamed up with Black Market Media. What's going on with that? Hey, it's, um, look, it's, it's, it's nothing too special. Uh, it's just basically showcasing, showing the fans what I also do outside of MMA. Um, everyone knows I love the game and uh, my passion for motorcycles as well. So um, it's, it's, just a, it's just a thing that we got together and you know, we, we share our passion, all these guys from Sydney West Riders. Um, we've got a camera crew coming along, Black uh, Media. They filmed, I mean, the whole thing. And then I did a track day. I mean, there's more, there's more videos that come out of uh, me on this motorcycle. Throughout um, last year, in general, uh, 2018, I didn't get to sit down on the, that motorcycle. So for a whole year, it's been sitting in my garage. Um, I've been fire camp after fire camp after fire camp. So, and then I had the injury at, um, late last year. So I really couldn't ride it. Um, and now that I'm injury-free, um, and the bike sitting there, man. The, the summer heat in Australia, everything's coming into place, man. And you know, it's just a, it's just a way to showcase um, to the MMA fans all my other legends as well. So. I also saw you doing some modeling too. What's going on with that, man? Like you, you getting into that a little bit? Modeling, what's you said? <laughs> you know, I saw a commercial. You know, you're, you know, you're, you're uh, modeling some clothes for uh, one championship. Yeah, yeah, no, so um, one championship, um, yeah, so it's it's all the new merchandise merchandise that's come out now, the lifestyle merchandise. Um, they got us to do it when we were over in Singapore for the um, for the awards night and, you know, the the Singapore event where Bellingham versus uh, Fernandez. Um, so we tried to make the most of our days over there and um, they were just like, you want to take some photos, uh, photo shoot in, in the new lifestyle um, gear? And I was like, yeah, why not, man? But yeah, I was just, Trying to crack into it? Nah, <laughs> I haven't got a face for it. Another thing One Championship is getting into this year is esports, man. They announced that you were there in Singapore. You're big into esports. Could we see you getting into that? Like competing, you know, against maybe Demetrius Johnson? You know, he's also on the other side of the world doing the same thing. He is, he is. Um, look, I'm more of a, a closet gamer. Um, I play with fans. I play with a lot of fans from Asia, a lot of fans in Australia as well. Um, look, for me, it's not all about who, who's who's best and you know a competition in the game. I I, I use the gaming side as to um, uh, get in contact with my my fans and all my friends, and we get together and we do what we love. We play some games. Um, sure, we give each other a bit of stick and swear each other and here and there, but um, man, it, it's all fun and games at the end of the day. And, you know, to interact with the fans um, through the gaming world, man, it's 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 fun. Honestly, it's, uh, there's nothing more than yeah. You know, um, I'll give an example, like a fan swearing at you, but they don't know they they know who you are, but they obviously they laugh it off. Like, come on, I'll fight you outside the cage, like that. It's, it's so funny, bro. Like, bro, you don't even know. <laughs> just sit down there at the, bottom, at the bottom of the ladder, man. Just stay down there. <laughs> so we all we all muck around, bro. And it's all fun and games. <laughs> Recently, I saw Angla Nasong. He visited you in Australia. It seems like you guys have a pretty uh, close relationship. Is he one of the uh, you know most friendliest fighters that you have met in one championship? Yeah, Angla is definitely um, 
definitely a beautiful soul, man. Like, um, we, like, we were always talking. The first time I met Angla was when he uh, first bought uh, Big Dash in Jakarta. Mm-hmm. We were both on the same card. I bought your codes on the same pad. Uh, we were actually talking about this the other, the other week when he was here, January 14th. Um, and, man, like, he, he was sitting there. He had no one in his corner, basically. He, was, he had his corner, man, but they went around him. The bus was coming to pick us up. Big Dash was like the the giant ogre that um, he had to take off. Uh, take uh, was at the top of the ladder, and Angler was um, taking his fight on like two weeks' notice or something. He was saying, and I was like, "Man, that's crazy! Like, doesn't beat me." Twenty like forty-eight hours, but in terms of being then and there in the moment, like on a winning streak as well, um, and taking on two-week notice, um, and you know, pushing pushing him four or five rounds. Um, I was like, I have nothing for but respect for the bloke, you know. And uh, you know, we, I seen him sitting down on the stairs, and I came out. I was, uh, he was by himself now. I came up, I started speaking to him, and get, started to get uh, to know each other a bit more. And I found out that he had a family, and he found out it was vice versa. And we started talking about family. And then once he was getting bigger and bigger, and he won the title, you know, it was all about congratulating each other here and there. And then, um, yeah, man. So. Bit of family advice, bit of fight game advice. Uh, through the thick and thin, the wins and, and losses, we've always been there for each other. And I found that um, it was like a genuine friend in this fight game. You know, it wasn't like one that you, you'd say you call a friend, but then you know there's someone else behind your back. You know, but um, Angler's one of the guys that I look up to, and he's like a brother to me. And um, yeah, man, I can't wait what the future holds for us, man. It's pretty insane to think that you guys met before you even, any of you had belts, right? And now you guys both are double division champions. He's still holding two titles. Nah, it's, it's, it's true, man. But um, look, it's, it's the way I see it is hard work um, pays off, man. And watching him train and hearing his story um, from before he was in one championship and uh, we, we sat down at dinner and we, we spoke about how we met our wives and, and what led us from there, from having a family and what we're going through, our struggles, and our stories are very, very similar. And um, we were saying how crazy it was at dinner that um, he was explaining the struggle um, financially and I was I was in the same thing. I, mean, I was, we were living week to week, um, having two kids to grow up uh, and, and feed as well. And, man, it was like our, our stories were like, you know, it wasn't black and white. It was like very, very on the same pie. And oh man, it was like it was. It, we felt we all felt that connection, man. And um, it was it was a it was a like a blessing in disguise um, having him in our lives now and he, his family in our lives. Sorry. And um, yeah, man, it was it, it, it's crazy, man. Like from where we came from to where we are now, and there's, there's still big things coming, man. And I think we're just scratching the surface um, to what really can potentially be um, you know, the break for us. What did you think when you saw the pictures of his statue that they created for him in Myanmar? <laughs> like, in a way, that's like crazy. That's crazy popular. That's crazy that famous. But in another way, I looked at it, and the first thing I did was I messaged him. I'm like, dude, the only thing that looks like you in that photo are the ears are on point, but everything else is like, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know if I can say it looks the same. Uh, but yeah, like a good on him, man. Like for for a, look, he has his whole town supporting him. But not only his whole town, the whole country. That's big, man. That's like that's that's like freaking like something you can't you can't ever take back. He can look back now and he can like um 
explain it to his son like man he's like the biggest role model to um not only the kids of Myanmar and Burma it's the the, the parents as well like everyone looks up to him and to hear the stories that he can't even walk around in the streets uh, without everyone wanting to take photos. Man, he was walking around Australia and everyone wanted to take photos of him. So, like, in Myanmar, that's crazy big. But come to Australia and everyone still wanted to take photos, that's even bigger, man. Like, the guy is a superstar, man. He deserves everything that comes his way. Recently, I've been seeing some photos of you, man. It seems like your body has, you know, changed. You've, you're, you're back to your old self. you got some muscle on you. Have you been putting, you know, time in the gym? You've been lifting? The one thing that I um, I lacked the most dropping down to um, bantamweight was um, having to lift weight and take care of my body physically. Um, so yeah, so now that I, I I've gone up to my normal weight class, I've gone back to my normal training regime, um, pre uh, Gaffarov fight. So I mean, I've been focusing on you know, mobility as well as strength as well as explosiveness. I'm still working on my cardio. Everything is still there. Um, and, you know, mm-hmm. look, I only fought last year um, one time at Featherweight, and that was five-week notice. And there's not really anything you can do in five weeks but to you know, eat and try and gain weight back to um, the Featherweight division. So in terms of working on my body, last year to 2018, I never lifted um, one weight, you know, no weights at all up until um, – November uh, uh, of 2018. So, yeah, man, it, it's been it's been crazy. Um, my body has. Yeah, I feel I feel that my body's gone back to normal. I feel strong uh, when I'm wrestling. It's harder for, for the guys to take me down. Um, everything's coming. Everything's coming uh, to the way where I left off um, pre the super fights. So um, we'll, we'll see what happens, man. I think there's still more to evolve. Um, I have been lifting a lot of weights and doing a lot of strength work. Um, and I think that's the one thing that let me down the most when dropping down to bantamweight was the strength. When you defended your title against Christian Lee, physically you didn't feel the same as you did. No way, no way. That was, um, so everything I did for uh, the Bibiano fight, which was mainly um, losing weight as well as um, cardio, and movement, so that 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 there I brought into the Christian fight. Um, but in terms of strength, man, I had zero strength, like zero. Um, I had just based instincts on of takedowns, of countering him, and you know moving and outlast. I knew I was going to outlast him five rounds without a doubt. I could have went another ten rounds after that. Um, and in terms of the strikes and everything, um, I still felt felt that. I don't know. If, looking back at that fight. If, if he still believes that that was a split decision, then he's delusional. So, um, I don't know. I, I, I thought I was a clear winner. Um, four out of five rounds of that fight. But, obviously, my championships, um, real criteria, don't judge round by round. Um, but I still think that I finished off more, much more solid um, than he did and he was um, to earn it in unanimous. But we can run it back. We can run it back. Um, we'll see what happens in the the next fight where I'm fully prepared. Eight-week camp is all I need. With all that said, everybody's wondering, when are you going to return to defend that featherweight title? Could you give us any information? Look, I wanted to return um, early this year. I wanted three bouts this year. Um, one bout obviously being in Vietnam, one mid-year and one start year. Um, 
I don't think that's going to be looking the case. I mean, the, it really depends on one championship. I'm ready to go. I've been ready since uh, the start of January. I, I've started. I started getting into shape. I started getting everything on point at the start of January. Um, I had a fight camp booked uh, overseas. Um, I had to reschedule that because uh, a fight was um, it fell through. Um, actually, a couple of fights fell through. Uh, so I'm hoping I'm hoping to get uh, back on by April. Um, Man, I'm, I'm just waiting for them. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. If they go, you're on the next card. You've been vice versa, blah, blah, blah. I'll be on I'll take it, man. I don't care. I know it's going to be a featherweight, and I, I know that's where I'm most comfortable, and I know that's where I'm the most strongest, so no one's going to beat me at featherweight. Um, so, man, all I'm doing is just you know, maintaining my skills until I go overseas to finish off the, uh, the strong fight camp, and um, we'll see what happens, man. Um, I'm hoping by April, a fight camp booked overseas. What are you talking about? Look, um, there's no disrespect to my team. Um, they 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 got me to where I am, and um, they I mean they got me to becoming a world champion uh, when I was nothing, you know. But um, when it comes to times like this, man, I think um, I, 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 everyone sees me as being on a losing streak as of 2016. So it's time for me to come back strong, stronger than ever. And I want to leave nothing to chance. Um, so I booked, uh, I was actually invited as, as well as booked um, a camp overseas uh, in America. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens, man. I'll, I'll announce it very soon. Once I step my foot through, the, through those doors to make it official, instead of talking and talking and talking about it and not being able to turn up, um, the flights are rescheduled, the flights are booked. Until I walk through those doors, it's official that I'm part of the team. Um, but we'll, we'll see what happens then. Rumors, you know, there are some rumors about WADA testing starting in 2019. Have you heard anything about this? And if it does start, what is your thoughts on this? <laughs> Everybody's on steroids, man. I don't even know what a WADA testing is. I, already, I always thought like, it's pre-mandatory to at least test for any anabolic or you know, testosterone, TRT, like just standard testing um, in one championship until I found out that they really don't test at all uh, and how many people could potentially be on it. Um, look, I think it's a good thing, man. Like, it's, I think, it's, I mean, this is where one championship is evolving. Really, it is evolving. It's, it's one step onto the next and before you know it, man, like, you don't know what's going to come from one championship, man. They can, it's the, the the amount of stuff they're announcing and all the good stuff that they're announcing, man. It's it's forever evolving and they're becoming like one of the big dogs in the game, and that's what makes me so proud to be a part of a, a team like that. You know, um, Chachu leading the way and doing his thing, and um, there's nothing but respect, man. He, he's everyone else is yeah, you know, still showing the true martial artists that they are uh, as they are, but um, we'll see who busts, man. Like, I'm sure. You'll see a lot of bodies change um, now that one championship has announced that. And, um, I mean, everyone's probably going to still be on it um, and hoping that they don't get tested. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. But for me, man, I've been clean. I've been clean since the day I started. And um, we'll, see, we'll, we'll see who's the first to get bust. just shows you that one championship is leveling up. Because if you look at any other promotions around the world, 
that none of them announced that they're testing except for the UFC. So one championship doing this, they're going a step further, and it's a good sign. Hundred percent, man. Look, and also another thing like that I hear a lot of people talking about is like the weigh-ins. Like people want to know what other people weigh in at. Like why does it? Why honestly, for me, why does it matter to the public when all it should really matter to is your opponent's team and your opponent. If you make the way and your opponent's there to look at the way and his team is there to look at the way to confirm, then the fight is still on. Everyone's still talking like, oh, why don't they make it public and everyone wants to see the weight and you know, see the difference. I'm like, dude, don't worry about the weight. Just worry about the fight. The weight, let the corner man and the opponent worry about that. Now, if you don't make weight, you're, you're, you're a douchebag. You're the unprofessional one, you know, and you're the one that has to give up 20% of your purse. But um, that's how you know when someone hasn't made weight. They make the they make the fight a catch weight. <laughs> so you're always thinking like, who didn't make the weight? Who didn't make the weight? Who looks in the worst shape? Um, and yeah, uh, but yeah, in terms of the weigh-ins, man, I think it's like second to none. I think it's the best weigh-in thing anyone could ever introduce, um, man. For 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 a fighter to be fully hydrated and go into the fight um, at full potential, um, no sickness, no nothing, um, and not having to worry about the weight at all, unless they're walking in big weight. Um, and not having to cut weight, man, that's a major factor, man. And that's one thing that I praise the most about one championship. Whoever wants that publicly announced and all that shit, man, shut the hell up, man. As long as the other opponents, cornermen and you know, coaches approve and they see that, um, that you've made weight like a professional, both teams have made weight like a professional, who cares about weight, man? It's all about the fight that matters at the end of the day. I see that you've been on Twitter. <laughs> I see it all the time like that. Like I don't, I'm not really usually on Twitter, and every time that I do go on Twitter, there's always someone talking about one championship weigh-in. I'm like, man, like if only you guys knew. Who cares, man? If you guys knew that we both weighed in on point, what are you gonna say now? Like, what's there to say? Nothing. You're just eager to know. Like, being being like um, yeah, Snoopy. <laughs> well, I think a lot of people get things confused. Cutting weight and losing weight. Two totally different things, and a lot of people don't understand that they're, you know, they're not knowledgeable on, you know, weight cutting or whatever. So they're just throwing shit on the wall to see if it sticks, basically. Yeah, hundred percent. Look, cutting weight, um, cutting water weight is, man, it's self-explanatory. Man, you sit in the sauna and freaking die. You lose all your freaking fluids in your body and your way in. Um, losing weight um, via dieting and via training and you know through um nutrition is a different story man and yes for some people it can affect them and some people um they find it much better um me going down to bantam weight i found that uh losing weight uh via nutrition um was the easiest way of losing weight to get down to that weight division but how it affected me it affected my body um i became much weaker no strength there um so it's just all about um like the first weight with uh, the first weight cut with Bibiano, I felt like a million bucks. I thought I thought I had thought that that was my new home, um, but in saying that, I had three months to prepare for that. Um, for the Bellingham fight, I had seven weeks. So just to have the, the, the two the two time frame differences, um, it really makes a big difference, and that's what was really doubting me of going back down to um, bantamweight. But um, I'll be, I mean, the next time if that ever happens. And I hope that it really happens in the future. Um, I'll be more 
uh, aware of time management, of getting back down there and um, yeah, losing the correct amount of weight per month um, properly instead of just you know, trying to flash flash diet and get it out of get it out of the system. So. All right, Martin, man. Thank you for your time, and uh, hopefully you get into that cage real quick. Very soon, man. Very soon. Thank you.